So at some point, we have to have a, a clear understanding for when we actually move. We actually need to know when when is revolting against unrighteousness the proper response. Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. I am Justin Gruber. And I am Jesse Gruber. And today we hope you will seize the faith. What's up, guys? Welcome to another exciting live stream on Bible Dinger's channel. And today we have a uh, very special one. We got some of our boys here uh, from the Dirty, 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 Filthy Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty South. Filthy. Dirty South Jersey. Jesse and Justin from Carpe Fide. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Super, super excited to be chatting with you. That's a beautiful shirt you got on there. As stated, I got it from a couple of dudes. A couple of dudes. A uh, couple of dudes. <laughs> this is, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to the internet when people from North Jersey and South Jersey get together to talk about God's movement in, uh, in, his, in his people in, the, mm. in Canada and across the country. But the internet might break. Hold Some on to your hats. Of, yeah. Some type of implosion. We thank you for having us on, Ryan, by the way. Thank you very much. Bible dingers. Um, listen, fellas, before we get into it, tell us a little bit about yourselves and your show. Rock, paper, scissors? Go ahead. All right. Uh, I'm Jesse. That's Justin. I'm bigger. He's older. Um, we, uh... And more attractive. I'm the more attractive. <laughs> Sold. Doesn't matter. We're both married, so we're, we're good. We're both good on that account. <laughs> um, <laughs> I married young just for that reason, because I knew I wasn't getting any better. Anyway. So true. Anyway, but enough about me. No, um, we, uh, we started a mid-pandemic, uh podcast in 2020 uh mainly just for our friends we're both pastors we're bivocational pastors we uh well justin has a day job i i have a night job um i'm an emergency department nurse justin works for ups delivering boxes to all of the greedy dirty south jerseyans (laughs) um true True uh, yeah and then um you know back uh about literally almost a, a well just about a year ago now um couple days ago was the one-year anniversary of Pastor Coates, Pastor James Coates being put in prison um, for holding his church open. And uh, we had the idea, Justin, for his birthday, asked Becca if he could borrow some uh, of their own money. That's and my wife, in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> that's his wife. And, and it, yep. And then we got some shirts. Pr- we, got, we got some Come Take a Pulpit shirts printed. So um, d- donations went up to, uh, Grace Life and, uh, things have just been going. We, uh, half of our listeners are, are up in Canada right now, um, which is, uh, fantastic. And, uh, God's just opened doors that we never had any intention of there ever being doors there. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we thought like, Hey, we'll, we'll make a podcast and let edify our church family and some of our friends in South Jersey. And then, then it was much more than that. <laughs> so that's where we are. We're here now. Uh, we take every day as God gives it, and uh, all we do is use this as a ministry uh, to help other Christians that are, are fighting the good fight to uh, to encourage them. So we make t-shirts and sweatshirts and offensive stickers that have awkward conversations attached to them. So that's what we do, like the beautiful shirt you're wearing. If you can go to that's blank, if you can go to blank, you can go to church. The mic out of the way. Boom, boom. Yeah. That's it. Uh, so that's... Uh, Try wearing that on your church live stream. <laughs> See how that goes over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, man, I was uh, I was really excited to have you guys on because uh, it's almost like a family reunion here. And oh. normally, uh, normally, 
whenever we do a live stream, it doesn't typically start out with like dancing the robot and uh, <laughs> just joking around and talking about nothing. Uh, it's it's usually typically more formal, but uh, I was uh, blessed and excited to meet you guys down at G3 this past year. And Virgil, I think Virgil Walker was in charge of placing the exhibits and where they were. And uh, I think he probably put us together as a joke, you know, because <laughs> we were the only people north of the Mason-Dixon line in the entire <laughs> so building. True. It's so true. <laughs> it's very true. And we ended up right next to each other. <laughs> that uh, was great. That was awesome. So it, when, we first, when we first rolled in to set up for G3, um, we saw your guys' like massive setup. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my gosh, we're so unprepared <laughs> yeah, that, that spinner um, was guys... that spinner was top-notch ryan don't don't downplay oh, your yeah, that spinner. spinner that spinner was great <laughs> that was made by uh nick's wife cynthia shout out to you if you're watching she killed um, it nailed it yeah she did that was a nice little homemade spinner so for those who have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> we had a booth where we had like a little giveaway <clears throat> spinner that you see at like the mall or whatever uh and we were Honestly, I was a little bit against it at first because I was like, man, everybody is going to have a spinner. But we ended up being the only people with a spinner there. It's a true story. Um, you were the only spinners. Yep. Yeah, we were the only spinners, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was awesome getting to know you guys over those few days sitting next to you guys. My wife thanks you for the uh, for the coffee, by the way. She still <laughs> remembers that about you guys. You guys bought us coffee on the second and third day, I think. Yeah. It was it was a blessing um, to minister to you guys as we were there. Uh, we, we we saw the whole thing. Everything everything we we do we, we, we see is ministry. Everything is an outpouring of of honoring Christ. So whether it was you guys and and you know, <laughs> going through the curtain and randomly helping Vody Balkum <laughs> do his stuff. Uh, it was right. it was pretty crazy. Honestly, just yeah. so you know, we didn't anticipate having a two story shirt tower. That wasn't what we originally set up to do at G three. <laughs> but when we got there, we realized we had all these extra little like cubes in our cube. Like we were just like, you know what? We're gonna make like a two story shirt tower with signs. <laughs> I think I think if we it go epic. when we when we go to uh, next year's G uh, three national convention, we'll do pyrotechnics. I think we're gonna work on getting licensed for that. Yeah. So yeah. uh, we'll get we'll get John Cooper to 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 hang out at our booth <laughs> with some pyrotechnics. Uh, just put on a whole show. Shouting out to Minion to G three. Okay, okay. Real, <laughs> I, could, I could keep doing this all day. Are you awake and um, alive? Sorry. So besides the <laughs> Well, I'm definitely not comatose. Guys... <laughs> oh my gosh. We're not doing skillet. Besides the shirts that you guys are sending up to Canada, you also have a show, it appears. Is that correct? We do. Uh, so I'll talk now. What we do is a podcast uh, <laughs> where we talk about um, usually uh, cultural issues from a biblical perspective. So we'll take uh, cultural issues that are happening and speak on it biblically. Uh, it ranges anywhere from education to Satanists demanding the right to do abortions. We'll do whatever topical issues come up and speak about them biblically. Uh, and not hold back. <laughs> well, we, we, we hit it hard. What the word says, the word says, and we're going to, we're going to honor God in doing that. So, um, we, we also have been, just, we've been blessed to interact with people like you with the dingers. Uh, and, um, we've gotten to interview, uh, James and Aaron and, and lots of Canadians, Dr. Aaron Rock, uh, Jacob Rayom. Uh, we're working on, <laughs> working on a couple more, uh, 
so we, we've been able to do that. It, it's been such a Don't blessing. Don't forget Devin. Devin's a Canadian. Oh, so Devin good. Davis of Bro Here's the Thing podcast uh, slash mm-hmm. video. Uh, so we, we've been we've just been so blessed to do that. So we'll mix in interviews with our topics. So last week we had an interview. This this Friday we just dropped, and then the week before we did. Uh, should Christians watch the Chinese Olympics? Uh, so it doesn't matter. We'll we'll hit anything. So <laughs> you put a you put a nail in front of us. We'll we'll hammer it down. <laughs> only a hammer. In fact, down. only a hammer. We we do have a hammer for the show. When something goes wrong, we we hammer things. So that happens. <laughs> sometimes it's, sometimes it's Jesse's finger. <laughs> you know, you hammer things. Eh. Things. Eh. What is? What? <laughs> we've hammered okay. chairs. We've hammered tables. When we get frustrated at something or something goes wrong, it's like an added sound effect to the podcast. Ah, I see. I yeah. see. You so, just hammer it. it. Yeah, yeah. You we, guys ding. We hammer. We literally say, "Give me the hammer." <laughs> Where's the hammer? <laughs> Uh, so that's something uh, that happens, um, but that's our podcast. Yeah, that's what we. That's, heads, that's what we do. We uh, we've we've gotten we've we've really enjoyed it. We like history a lot. We had a bunch early on that were about history, the founding of our country, um, uh, objective truth versus subjective truth. Uh, so we've we really we, we dig in, baby. We dig in. Uh, we're not we're, in that way. We're not nearly as well formatted as you are, though. You you're, you're you guys you guys are like man. You get stuff done. Like you do you do really well. So no, well uh, that last part was incorrect, but uh, everything else you said was legit about your show. <laughs> stop it! <laughs> you stop it right now. No. <laughs> um, so before we dive into the topic for tonight, I did want to bring up a couple of the audience questions. Oh, there's um, audience questions. There is. This is not technically a live Q and A, but we do have a couple questions I want to bring up for you guys. Well, we love spontaneity, so. First one is from uh, uh, Nicholas Amato. He says, why do you guys rock? So if you could answer that one. <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. I can answer this question. Go, go for it, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we rock, Nicholas, um, is because... I really I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> so, oh, you, you, I should have volunteered to take this question. <laughs> Such a mistake. <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat. There. I was kind of really interested. Also, you sounded so confident when I did. I thought I was really. I'm like, I'll think of something by the time I'm going to say why we rock. It, it just did not. Usually, usually it happens, but it did not. Nothing came. And Nothing you know what? And you know what, Nick? That's exactly why we rock. So, ah, <laughs> yeah. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> All right. Next question is from Trevor Stevens. It says freedom. Trevor. Trevor is the point. man. Trevor is a man. Trevor is the man. Trevor Trevor warned my heart today in the midst of what we're about to tell you about Canada. We are so angry and frustrated. And then Trevor came in today and he brought his construction equipment down to Edmonton. And he raised the Canadian flag during the protest in Edmonton. And there's <laughs> right in the middle of the street. Right in the middle of the street, giant man lifting crane thing. It was about, geez, I don't know. I have no perspective. I'm going to say 80 know. to 100 feet up in the air. Well, how many centimeters is that? I, <laughs> they measure funny up there. But, uh, <laughs> but, but he had it lifted up. And they had a, they had a, a, a freedom protest in Edmonton. And, um, and and the police tried to shut it down, but the problem is all the police are in Ottawa, so there wasn't enough police. And <laughs> the protesters were like, "No thanks, we're good. You can go away now." Yeah, and, uh, so, 
So he kind of lifted our spirits there. Yeah. So I'll have to forward you guys that picture. It's pretty epic. <laughs> that is epic. I've got to figure out why we rock before we finish this podcast, this uh, this live stream here. <laughs> I've got to, all right, all right, good. I'll tell you what. We'll get into the topic for the night, and then before we end the show, maybe you guys can have a, a good answer for that. All right, I'm working on it. All right, so for those of you who have clicked on the thumbnail or you're replaying this after the fact and not watching it live, we are indeed at some point going to talk about the Freedom Convoy up in Canada. And so Jesse and Justin are not from Canada, as we've established early on. They are from uh, dirty, filthy South Jersey. Um, (laughs) But they have close connections with Canada because of the show and because of their shirts and things like that. And so I, being a complete ignoramus, have no idea what's going on in Canada. I know of the Freedom Convoy. I know it exists. I know there's trucks honking their horns. And I know Justin Trudeau is uh, acting tyrannically. And that's simply all I know about the Freedom Convoy. So I was hoping that you guys would take some time late at night on a Saturday night, not spend that time with your wives or family (laughs) and spend that time with me telling me what's going on in Canada. It was really all I all I wanted to do today was was to talk to you about this. <laughs> I counted the moments down till this very second. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Babe, what are you doing on your phone?" And I'm like, "I'm just watching this countdown on this uh, for the I Bible got Dingers." Live. Six hours, twenty seven minutes, and thirty two seconds left, babe. <laughs> then I'm on Bible Dingers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> truthfully, uh, all cards on the table. Before we started the uh, the live stream, I I did ask. Ryan, uh, what what the level of cursing on the show was? Because <laughs> I was kidding, I wasn't going to curse. Probably, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> because we are so we realized we were talking to um, uh, Aaron Rock from uh, Harvest Bible Windsor, uh, who's been on the ground at several of the protests, uh, and he's done a phenomenal job with the Ezra Institute. So with uh, with Joe Boot and assorted theologians, just working on trying to build a, a theology in Canada re-give that back uh, to the culture and the church. Um, and one of the things we realized was we just have too many friends in Canada now. <laughs> so all this stuff happening makes it like way sadder. And I know even like my wife was talking to your wife about how we some like we're, we're just kind of looking off at times, kind of disconnected, just visibly kind of distraught because uh we're we're just we're really frustrated we're really frustrated with what's happening and um and i i i I don't know so just all cards on the table um jesse you want to start you want to start a year ago yeah yeah i do because um because we we can't talk about the the freedom convoy uh the the truckers in ottawa and this um this resistance that that has cropped up uh without talking about the the demographic that started it all um, I think Owen Strand posted a made a made an article uh, the other day, um, making this point, and uh, we were talking with uh, with Aaron Rock about it earlier this week. Is that is that really the pastors came before the truckers um, in, in Canada when it comes to saying no, um, and really the all all of the ground that the truckers stand on um, stand on the groundwork that was laid by those pastors and the scriptures that they properly exegeted and their proper understanding of the role of government in God's universe. Um, the, uh, the, the truckers borrow all of that from, from the pastors that have stood. So 
really it all starts um, over a year ago when uh, when the faithful few churches in Canada were were preaching messages um, about about the government's role in society, about what the government is and is not allowed to do um, regarding uh, closing and opening businesses, closing and opening churches. Um, you've got several several churches that I can just think of uh, on the forefront that we talk to most often. Um, these aren't the only ones, but you've got, uh, of course, Pastor James Coates, who was imprisoned uh, for over 30 days. Um, their building was seized with, I think, two or three layers of fencing around it by the government. Uh, and that's just a, a mind-blowing thing to think of the government coming and taking your property. Um, I think also, just to clarify, just to remember, we're talking about a year ago, which means we had already been one year into the insanity uh, that was brought on um, by COVID. So yeah. we're talking one year of everything already going on. And that, that, first, that first year, churches, we were, we were willing to you know, close for a week or two. We didn't understand you know what was that? What was going on? I mean, it, we had no information, um, but but the realization came that this is what we're doing is not is not meeting the biblical requirements of what God has called us to do, and we're doing it because uh, because we're, we're living in fear and panic, and and that is but these are two unbiblical things, and that kind of brings you forward a year to now. We have pastors being imprisoned, churches being seized. Yeah, uh, Jacob Rayom's church, um, Trinity Bible Chapel in uh, Waterloo, Ontario, uh, was also seized. Uh, they were locked out of their building. Um, you know, uh, ridiculous amounts of fines to the organization, the pastors and their congregants. Um, you know, fines levied against uh, Aaron Rock and Harvest uh, Harvest Bible Church in Windsor, Ontario, which is right across the uh, the river, or the yeah, literally right across the way from Detroit, um, Michigan. Um, and, and other faithful pastors, of course, you've got Pastor Tim Stevens, who was also in prison um, for about a month as well um, for holding hit, for having his church open. And so, the arguments that the truckers stand on are the are the arguments that the um, that the pastors laid down uh, in righteousness and using the scriptures as a, as the authoritative um, truth for our society. You know, the, the truckers use that, and so you have you know two years of complacency. <clears throat> going on in Canada as pastors are being jailed, um, as people are giving up more and more of their liberties, as people are taking checks from the government to keep their stores closed and to keep their children home from school. And then you've got, um, of course, all of the widespread programs to get vaccinated and and double vaccinated and now triple vaccinated. And then, you know, um, those checks were sent to keep people shut up and and happy. That's just just being honest with what we did. There's no reason to lie about what we did. Right, I mean, we here's didn't. We didn't some do money. this. I, here's some money. <laughs> I'm not taking any culpability no. for any of that. No, you did not personally do it. But here, here's here's seventeen hundred dollars. We'll give you some more later. Just shut up, sit down, and shut up, and 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 don't 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 do anything we don't tell you to do. Yeah. Um, and so this this most recent and and this quite large protest with the trucks um, happened started about a month ago. Um, by the, at the time that we're recording. Um, Justin Trudeau made a, a, a federal um, declaration, essentially, that uh, truckers would have to be, become vaccinated um, to cross province lines. Now, if you're a trucker, you're carrying things all sorts of ways. It'd be um, like crossing state lines, uh, like big states. Like if you were going from Texas you know, through Arizona to get to California, you'd have to get yeah. vaccine checked in between states. Yeah. 
and so obviously this is ridiculous on its face because scientifically and practically truckers are in their cabs by themselves 99% of the time. You know, it's not like you cross Very the border and all of a sudden you're infectious. You know, that's, boy, that's not how it works. Very dangerous when um, you're alone in your car. And, and, so, and so finally at this point, enough was enough and the, the truckers decided that they would have enough uh, means to actually cause a great bit of disturbance uh, in the way that the country operates. And so they started this Freedom Convoy. Um, from what I understand, it's it's the largest in the world that has ever occurred. Um, and their plan was to meet in Ottawa, which is the, the federal capital, um, in an act of protest. And so for the past three or four weeks... Um, I believe this would have been the third Saturday of its official start, I yeah. believe. Uh, third Saturday of what, January? The- Oh uh, no! Of uh, in a row of oh, of, this is the third Saturday of protests. Yeah, I, uh, they they started the convoy from from the uh, west coast and took it all the way into Ottawa. So they they were gathering you know truckers and people along the way. Um, and and what's what's basically happened is during the weeks you have a during the week weekdays you you still have a a group of what we're being told is several thousand that'll be there. In the city of Ottawa, but then during the weekends when people are off, it, it'll swell to the tens of thousands because people are able to go and engage in the protest. Um, and that brings us probably up to our the current events. More yeah, I mean, uh, almost. I mean, so so the other thing that we have to say is that during this time, I mean, they're Canadians, right? So they're extremely nice and kind people. Mm-hmm. Um, like very like. All right. So we're from New Jersey and everybody. Yeah. Not like us. Let's be honest about New Jersey. One thing about New Jersey we were genuine. Okay. You cut <laughs> Absolutely. Us, if you cut us off in traffic, you're going to find out we only have one finger on our right hand. Oh, my gosh. All right? We're genuine people. Okay? We, have, right. we know why God gave cars horns. We understand this. All right? Absolutely. But in Canada, they're like uber nice. Like, it's like... Like, you, you, like <laughs> they wouldn't cut you off in traffic. Like, like that's the thing. And if they did, they would, like... Throw a croissant back to you. No, like if you, you came eat, up to a, you know? like a highway merge that was two lanes, right? Like you'd have a, a Canadian would just stop there and they'd just be letting everybody go. And we'd be like, what's wrong with this guy? Just merge, right? He's like, yeah. no, you first there. Go ahead. Go ahead there, Bob. There. They're super <laughs> nice. They're, they're yeah. so nice. And so, and so what and these... Kind. <laughs> So these protests, we, we hear the word protests, and, and here in America, at least, we think of the summer of 2020 with the Black Lives Matter the summer, pro- protests. The summer of love. Um, you know, the riots, the fiery but mostly peaceful protests. This, these protests are not like those protests. These protests, there's music and dancing, the singing of the anthem, people just giving out oodles of food for free. Um, they fed the homeless. They've cleaned the streets. They've cleaned small business bathrooms. Shoveled the walkways. Shoveled the, the roads walk. in front of parliament. I mean, these guys are nice. They're doing kind things. Trucks full of food. No one is no one is injured. The only violence that has occurred have been from counter protesters vandalizing the trucker uh, convoy property. Literally, um, are like literally the only cases of violence. Um, there were bounce houses set up in the streets for kids. Ice hockey games going Ice on. Ice hockey games. We have visual confirmation of all of this. Yeah, by the it, way, it's all live streamed, Ryan. I mean, th- there's just hours and hours of video. Just letting us know how peaceful these protests are. It was so fun. I was like, you know, it looks cold, but I think I might want to go. We, we, yeah, we were going to start walking. Um, but anyway, um, so oh, oh, one point about the vax, one point about the vaccine mandates that I didn't, I, I thought is really important. 
when we say that they needed to be vaccinated to cross provincial lines and also to cross between back into Canada from America when they would go over the bridges. When I say like a passport and you think of like a card or something, they had to de- digitally download a key basically on an app and and they would come up to a checkpoint um, and they would go to stop at the checkpoint to show them their their app. Right. And the, they mm. would be told, oh, no, no, no. As soon as you got close, everything popped up on our screen. I have everything right here. You're good to go. It's literally a it's literally digital surveillance that they had on the truckers. Um, and, that's crazy. And, and that, so I think it's important to know that that's what we're talking about. That was the level of of intention they were placing on it. And ironically, that that's similar to what they actually tried to install in in Israel. They had a very similar way of doing it as well. And it's it's absolutely just a fraction of what they do in places like China, where the status government controls everything and they're constantly surveilling you hmm. so this is just a one of those one of those baby steps into totalitarianism ruling you through a technocracy i just wanted to say that because that's important to know that's a good word technocracy that is a great word yeah don't put that on your instagram we're, we're gonna keep that for our instagram, <laughs> you use right? whatever you want man <laughs> we, um <laughs> we're serving you <laughs> no but um so r- real quick i i do want to mention last weekend's events um last weekend so i i had mentioned that harvest bible is uh in windsor ontario right across the bridge from detroit um there is the the bridge that connects the two is called ambassador bridge um ambassador bridge uh is accounting for about 25 percent of all u.s canadian commerce going going between the countries um and so it, it's a pretty important bridge and so protests had started a peaceful protest had started up there uh and literally were blocking the bridge well that, that was that was a big no-no um and so last weekend um officers early on saturday morning uh, and our friend aaron our, our friend the pastor aaron rock was there um as police started surrounding people and forcibly pushing people back um arrests were made um trucks Excuse me. Trucks were towed. Um, and I think here's the clarification. What happened was at 830 in the morning last Saturday, the police started to um, make their their wall and push back on the protest that was happening at the bridge. Because at 830 in the morning, you have the diehards that are still there that are basically spending all night there. You're talking about 30, 35 people. But what would happen is as the day would go on, the protests would swell to several hundred people at the at the foot and base of the bridge. Um, And at that point, the police can't do anything. So they're seeking they were seeking early in the morning to push the protesters back. They weren't able to push them back enough. And other protesters arrived. till the group swelled. But then again, what they did is they kept making threats and pushing back as the group would dwindle towards the night when families would have to go home. And that's when they finally were able to push back so much and threaten so much that they were able to forcibly remove peaceful protesters. Yeah, they're, they're, they they held them on, on criminal charges, which has some pretty serious implications regarding firearms licenses, regarding travel, uh, for criminal mischief, for, for peaceably protesting there. Which uh, is like, which would be like a felony, it'd be like being charged for a felony in... in the states so yeah. it would carry with it the penalty of losing firearms license uh, or not being able to apply for firearms license it carries with it heavier weights like you would be if you were a, a convicted felon in the, in the states yeah so it's it's really it, it it was insanity and so watching that last weekend um happen we actually had a friend we, we did a live stream uh with one of our friends Kristen, um who who lives in the area and she was she was there just showing us the line the huge line of police um showing them pushing back we were able to pray with them 
um, as well. I mean, just a just a, a really wonderful opportunity that God gave us. But um, and, and also to be clear, they had opened up a lane um, coming off and going on the bridge. Yeah, for they, them. yes, so, that was a concession that the, they literally yeah. were trying to work with the police. So they literally had opened up a lane of traffic going both ways, so that the bridge would be open. Um, mm. And and still, the police continue to push back and arrest. And threatened. Yeah. So um, I'm almost on this timeline, Ryan, and you're doing a fantastic job. I know that I have you at the grip, at the edge of your seat. Um, so so we're almost on the timeline. I just I'm... saw him pinch himself to stay awake. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm clearly awake. Yeah. Look at... <laughs> um, and so um, so that that was last weekend, and they did successfully um, essentially clear clear the bridge. The the police won that. Um, there just weren't enough people, and so. On, I believe it was Monday, uh, Justin Trudeau enacted what is called the Emergencies Act. On my birthday, on, that jerkhead. Oh, uh, yeah. The irony. He knew. It, he, he knew. On Valentine's Day, the on day of Valentine's love. Day, on my birthday. He knew. It was on me. Monday, right? I'm yes. not getting the day no, wrong. No, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, what a jerk. Anyway, um, so he, he, he evoked what is called the Emergencies Act. And the Emergencies Act is uh, used to be a, a wartime act. It was renamed in the 80s and hasn't been used since it's been renamed. Um, the first time it was evoked... Uh, was World War One. The second time that it was evoked was World War Two, and the third time was a uh, a hostage situation uh, sometime in the seventies. So we're talking about uh, a a martial law um, type rule that would give uh, an area, or potentially depending on the size of the area, huge swaths of an area. So you know how like Governor Murphy declares his his emergency every thirty days, every thirty days, yeah. so that yeah. he can have the power to be a dictator. It's like that, yeah. only worse. Except much worse. Way so worse. The, the, police, the police have increased uh, authority um, in, in these areas. Um, they, they also, <clears throat> excuse me, they also gave authorities uh, to the banks to actually freeze people's assets without a court order. So if a bank thought that you were doing something naughty, naughty like peacefully protesting, they could actually cut you off from the, your own funds in their bank. Or if, like, if they saw you having given to the Freedom Convoy 2022 fund, they could mm. seize your money, and you would have zero civil. You would have zero civil. Uh, they have no civil liability, so you could yeah, sue no them. Liability. You could not sue them for having taken your your money. And let's not forget how many mortgages on homes banks have access to, as well. Yeah, um, so this is absolutely insane. Um, so um, they have uh, that was on Monday. Um, there was a there was a, a slow buildup of police presence throughout the city throughout the city of Ottawa in the week during the week. And remember, during the week, there's less protesters there. Um, well, today, um, Saturday, it was. Uh, I think I, I would describe it as the the tipping point. I think, right? We've we've got we've got videos just of of scores and scores and scores of police officers. We're talking batons, we're talking uh, rifles, um, horseback, um, you know, full gear rushing into the city. Not like your grandpa's hunting rifle. No, yeah. Automatic rifles. Yeah. The kinds that the founding fathers never wanted us to have. Yes, an assault anyway. rifle is not a term, by the way. Stop using, stop, everyone stop saying assault rifle. That's not a thing, okay? These were automatic rifles, which All means right, they were, okay, okay, I don't get that. Automatic <laughs> Where you pull the I'm trigger. not the enemy here. You pull the trigger and what bullets fire. No, that's what they had. They literally had them. Uh, they had batons. They were using classic crowd-moving funneling tactics. They would, they would set up a wall of police, right? And then they would have staggered police behind them, right? They would have a wall of protesters. They would parade the, the mounted police in front of the lines, 
to create space, and then as the they would leave, the police would fill in behind. Yeah, when they taking, would push forward. They would keep eating up four to five feet of space as they would do that, and so you wouldn't see the horses for a while. That's because they're literally going to other parts of the crowds, and they're doing that, and they're making a giant circle coming back, and then pulling, and then... Somebody got trampled. It, it was yeah, two people. Th- that I mean, was the, yesterday. The videos were absolutely terrifying. Um, um, and so yeah, then then yeah, it brings you to what you just said today. I mean, just they were they would they would they would push they'd be pushing back on the people who were not fighting. Constant screams of "Stay peaceful!" Right, random breakouts of the Canadian national anthem, and and they'd push back on them, and and the the protesters wouldn't wouldn't go, and then like. Two two rows back, of police officers would come up with giant can that looks like hairspray, just filled with pepper spray, and they just start spraying the front line completely unprovoked. Keep, keep pushing them back. It was Ryan. It, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. That's why that's that's why we're so fired up. I mean, I'm used to seeing American protests. You, you know, where people are rowdy. You know, they're jumping at people. You know, you think of the riots last year, just property being vandalized and destroyed and burned. This isn't like that. This is like Thanksgiving dinner. You know, you know, Ryan, here, this is like this is where it got me. I remember watching video after video of police retreating and holing up in a certain area of a park or a city uh, and having rocks and frozen bottles and cement bottles thrown at them and pelted at them. Um, and I remember seeing that last year or two, and, two years ago. Two, it's 2020, 2022. So the, this, yeah. this summer will be two years. OK. Um, and I remember Time. seeing that, Ryan, and, and having seen that, and I and and keep I kept thinking to myself, why aren't the police just fighting back? And then to mm-hmm. see the exact opposite, where they were just peaceful protesters, right? And I just kept waiting. I kept waiting for them to bring out dogs and fire hoses, like 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 Thelma, and just start spraying down the protesters. I was I was getting ready for it to look exactly. Right, like some sort of weird Bull Connor situation in the South during the civil rights activists. It was they weren't hurting anyone; they were just mm. standing in a place that belongs to them as much as it belongs to any Canadian. It'd be like us standing in Washington D.C. Mm. Um, and and it was yes, this is our nation's in, city. It was infuriating yeah. to watch. Um, and and so the the thought is that I mean they, they as of this afternoon they had cordoned people off to just two streets. Uh, many people had left. Many of the truckers uh, had stated they were leaving because um, th- they did not. They got into this for the government to talk with them and enter into discussion with them. Not a single Trudeau or or anyone in the in the ruling parties has come and talked to the truckers to hear mm. and to find out what what they want so that they can come to some type of terms. Not a single politician. I mean, Trudeau evoked the the Emergencies Act without talking to a single organizer. This is not a government that is interested in hearing a redress of grievances, um, and mm. and it, it is affecting people. People are getting hurt, and people are getting imprisoned, um, and people are having their assets seized, and all of this is is tyranny. It is the face of tyranny, um, and our friends are are living it, and it 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 has us gripped with anger and sadness, and you know what? Where's the hammer? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there? Yeah. <laughs> Is there? We could keep going on this, but I, I, you know, I want to give you a chance to ask questions. We have we have so much to say, right? <laughs> yeah, I have several questions, mostly just clarifying ones because I I still want to make sure I understand the situation. So, when the truckers arrive in Ottawa, am I right 
in thinking that what they're doing is just like shutting down all the streets with their trucks and restricting all traffic from moving in Ottawa? Yeah, they were highly organized. So one of the things that's important to note is they made sure they set up literal uh, a literal HQ in the center right in front of the legislative building, and they set up um, checkpoints throughout the city. Uh, because this is a massive, this was a massive protest. This was not. Sometimes I feel like it's such a joke because I get to know. I feel like I, I feel like I'm there sometimes. I, I know what's going on, and the media kept saying like, "Oh, you know, a few dozen truckers." No, we're talking. You're talking hundreds and hundreds of trailers and tractors in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Like on streets that you would never see a tractor trailer, and. And they are. They literally did clog up the city, but they were also incredibly organized. Um, their security was run by a former RCM, R, R Royal Canadian Mounted Police, RCMP. I, try, I get the abbreviation wrong sometimes. Royal Canadian Mounted Police, RCMP uh, sniper um, who ran their security for them. So they had uh, HQ right in front of... I think le- it was the, one of Trudeau's snipers, actually. Yes, one of Trudeau's snipers. Yeah. One of the le- in front of the legislative building, and they had checkpoints throughout the city. So basically, that you would you would always be near something um, if you were connected to the convoy. Um, and those would be like main areas where they would literally be doing barbecues. Uh, they would have food brought in. Because people were sending donations. They were supplying everyone with food, dinners. They were, they were literally feeding the homeless. Uh, one of this... Well, I, I remember... I, one of the, I think it was one of the Rebel News guys got a, a clip with a guy from who lived in Ottawa, uh, who was talking with one of the police officers and just saying, "You know, right? You talking to the police officer, like you know, you've seen. I've lived here. You've you've worked here. You've never seen the homeless treated like they've been treated over the past two weeks. Um, this is what the the trucker convoy was doing. Um, but yeah, they were organized. They did clog up the city. They were causing a tremendous strain, right on on the. The, the legislative action that was the whole point so that they would listen to them they they uh they had a list what we would call a redress of grievances if we go back to our founding documents um that they wanted them to address yeah. uh, and to pay attention so this was their way gotcha. of getting their attention gotcha uh my next question is is purely out of ignorance again but it's it's uh why why ottawa is that the is that the capital or something? It's it's Canada's Washington D.C. Yeah, I got great, you. I got great you. question. Okay. Uh, Amy Brown is right. They did have emergency lanes open. They did not make it an unsafe place. So if emergency vehicles needed to get in or out, they made sure that they had those um, available for for the public use because they did not want to create danger for the city. They wanted the legislative chambers to pay attention. That's all they wanted. Gotcha. So what is like in an ideal world, if I'm part of the Freedom Convoy, what is the ideal outcome? What am I trying to accomplish with this? Um, let me see if I can actually find. Uh, I, I believe that they want. Um, I believe that they want all of these vaccine mandates to to end, not just for them, but for for everyone. Give me. Yeah, initially they were really. You focused. fill up airtime, Justin. I'm going to find <laughs> no <this>. problem. <laughs> initially, they had wanted. Uh, they are focused on the needs of the truckers. As the movement grew and swell, they they said no. Basically, we need to end these mandates. The the masks, the vaccines. We've done this for two years. Uh, we need to. 
we need to address this. Um, some of their formal lists grew. I don't think what Jesse's looking at has anything to do with it. <laughs> but, You're just supposed to fill up time. I'm finding the dang thing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, basically, Jesse's playing Pong on his laptop I'm like, or something. that's not related. <laughs> Why are you looking up cat videos? Um, it was, it, it was, uh, it was to, to remove the mass mandates, the vaccine mandates. I mean, you have to understand in Canada, it was much worse than it is here. Um, it, was, it was worse. Even uh, in New Jersey. Even in New Jersey, hmm. really, uh, it was more like for us. For us, it would be like Philadelphia because we're in the South, and for you, it'd be like New York, where you have to show a vaccine to go in anywhere. They were even yeah. they were even making it. Uh, this is how this is how crazy it is. You could go into let's say well, for uh, this works for North Jersey too. Walgreens that works for everybody, right? All right, you yeah. go into a wall. You could go into a Walgreens if you didn't have a vaccine with your mask on, but they would actually assign a person to go in with you. And make sure you only went to the pharmacy and got your prescription, right? And you could only buy grocery-related items, right? Seriously? Yes. And, and they, they would assign someone to you. You could not buy, like, you, you're like, oh, no, can I get this? Can I get this candy what bar? Purpose? Can what I get this nail polish? Not, well, now, you, now it depends on how far you want to jump into the podcast further. Because what purpose that serves is a totalitarian control over people. Mm. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, Canada is just an experiment. It's just a, a small-scale experiment. The same experiment is being run in places like Australia, uh, New Zealand. Uh, these are small, uh, crown-centric countries. Um, that is, they, they did not experience the re- revolution that we experienced. Um, they still look towards a queen. Uh, they're also... Uh, countries that have have tremendous overreach uh, from multi uh, I'm losing my words from basically globalist uh, globalist enterprises um, mm-hmm. and I don't know how far you want to go but basically y'all need to start googling Klaus Schwab you got to google the World Economic Forum everybody needs to understand what's going on here it's not a game I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, I literally look at people like that as nuts, but it's happening right in front of your eyes. Um, so do you have the list yet? I've, t- I've taken up a lot of airtime, and I'm about to go places. <laughs> Ryan's like, amazing Ryan's job. like, whoa, <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, you're good. No, you're good, man. I want to hear it. Um, I mean, the, 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 the long story short seems to be uh, to, to end the vaccine mandates, to cancel local vaccine mandates, um, to end the states of emergency, um, to give people their jobs back, to give kids back to their parents, more small business support, respect freedom of choice. Um, this is just the Cliff Notes version. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's bad. I mean, you you've, you maybe you've seen the videos of, like, uh, in Australia of children being taken away from their parents. It's getting there in, in Canada. I mean, we're not trying to be scary or ominous or, or, or being hyperbolic. You can just go to Abigail Schreier's uh, Substack. If everyone knows how to use the Internet, you go to Substack and you search Abigail Schreier. You can read stories of people having their children taken away in America. It's not over there. It's here. They, they will take your child away. If you do not appropriately conform to whatever gender ideology they have forced onto your child and indoctrinated them, if you do not conform to that as a parent, don't be surprised when CPS is at your door. I'm just saying we're, we we we've literally begun letting it happen. Yeah, I mean, um, there there have been there have been attempts to say that un, having your children vaccinated is child abuse and, and worthy of removing the children from your home. I mean, these are the types of things that get talked about. Um, you know, if if you don't think that that is that is one step away from Oh, you teach your kid that there's the there's an objective God. 
right? You think that you teach your kid that there's an objective savior in God that you should follow his word as authoritative. If you think that you're not one step away from that, Christian, then you are a fool. So wake up. I did up. see that there's uh, all these gender conversion laws that are popping up all over the place. I think New Zealand was one. Is did, has, has that happened in Canada? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah. Uh, early January, Bill C-4 um, essentially doesn't allow uh, any sort of, It's a conversion bill. Um, but the conversion bill is, is so broadly worded that it could essentially even apply to just um, sermons or, or a, a Christian explaining what a biblical sexual ethic would be. It technically com- could 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 include conversations you have in your home. That's how broad yeah. it is. Now, I don't know that they would actually try that, but absolutely it is that broad. Well, I mean, a- after seeing what's happened in these past couple of weeks, they absolutely they, there's there is no limit to what can be done at this point. Hmm. Yeah, I good. You're doing. I was going to switch gears a little bit, unless I was going to switch gears, unless you wanted to add on top of that. What what gears do you want to switch to? We're in fifth gear. He's about to pop us down into first. This this truck is going to slam down hard. No, I'm just kidding. I'm about to put it in reverse. I was going to simply say, just simply say that when I when I mentioned something like the World Economic Forum, that sounds unreal uh, to people, and I think people are relatively unfamiliar with it. And when they hear people talking about the World Economic Forum, they feel like those people are, are, are weird conspiracy theorists. They have a website. You can go to the World Economic Forum's website. It's their website. They have a list. It's called a partners list. The partners of the World Economic Forum. It's in alphabetical order. You can search it. That's convenient. Most of the global elite companies that you – that I, I, UPS is a partner, okay? UPS is a partner for with the, with the World Economic Forum. And all that means is they've signed up to use the World Economic Forum's virtue signaling on climate issues, gender issues, race issues, okay? But the World Economic Forum exists for one reason and one reason only, and that is to bring together to itself influence, uh, finances, uh, and and um, political capital. That's all it exists. It exists to gain those three things. Once it has those three things, right, it will also use any – any political or cultural issues that it can for divisiveness. Oh, look, see? There it is. There it is. Well done, Ryan. Uh, you can search anything. So you, you work for a multi, multi-global geopolitical organization. You'll probably find it on there. Now, here's what's tricky. Probably many pharmaceutical companies and all sorts of things. Here's what gets really tricky, guys. You, if, if you don't know what a company, you're, you're buying from a Banks. company. Banks. Right. You, let's say you have a, a regional bank. Some of those banks are on there, but they're not under, on there under their name. They're on, they're on there under the name of the companies that own them. All right. They're on there under the shareholders. So all banks are, share, are, are held by shareholders. They, there are people that have invested in your banks, right? So the Bank of America, it's a partner with the World Economic Forum. And if, if you use PNC Bank, you're like, oh, I, if you go to P, you're not going to find PNC Bank, Right. Ryan's literally gonna, you can't find it. There's no PNC bank on there, right? But which yeah. stands for the Pittsburgh National something Congress, I think. But you can't find them. But if you go to BBVA, you can find BBVA as a partner on the World Economic Forum. And it turns out BBVA, BBVA actually, <laughs> it's hard to say. It's hard to say. BBVA owns, they, they, they own PNC bank. So, ah, so there's this is how dog. it gets around. They're all connected. Now you're here. Let me, let me blow your In, mind. Ryan. Insert crazy Charlie meme right wait, here. Wait, no. Are you ready to blow your mind? <laughs> yes. All right. 
the deputy prime minister. Okay, so you have Trudeau, who's the prime minister of Canada, correct? You follow me? Mm-hmm. The deputy yep. prime minister is a person named Christia Freeland. Okay, that's the deputy prime minister. So she's think okay. of her as the vice president, if you will, more or less. That's not exactly how it works, but more or less. She's also part of his cabinet. We know what a cabinet is. The president has a cabinet. But she is, yeah, glasses. <laughs> she is the minister of finance. Okay. Okay. If you're you're you won't be able to. It's hard to find on their navigational website. It's not easy. But if you go to the uh, the board of the World Economic Forum, which you can off their website, you can actually just Google board. Sometimes you can find it. It's not easy. But if you go to the board of the World Economic Forum, you will be surprised to find Christia Freeland's picture. She sits on the board of the World Economic Forum. Nice. She is the Minister of Finance of Canada. The ones giving the banks the authority to freeze people's funds. Yeah, this is where it gets tricky. The Emergency Powers Act gets enacted. And suddenly the banks can now seize your funds. So now the That's banks crazy. can seize your funds and property without any civil liability. So it gets weirder, right? Then you start to wonder, all right. Yeah, keep scrolling. You're on the right page. There's Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab's evil. Keep scrolling. You're almost to Chrissia Freeland. There she is. Go right. Fourth one down on the left. Chrissia Freeland. She sits on the board of the Royal Economic Look. Forum. Al. Yeah. Look at Al. Al Gore. <laughs> Uh, right above, right near Christian Freeland, you'll see off to the yo yo ma, yo yo ma on the right <laughs> on the right side of, on the right side above Christian Freeland, <laughs> you'll see you'll see uh, Lenny Fink or Lawrence Fink as he's known. Yeah, he's uh-huh. he's the guy that owns BlackRock. If you know yeah, about BlackRock, that, yeah. there's some evil freaking people. All right, look, stop. Back to Canada. So now she's got the power to see to have the banks seize funds from people that have unacceptable ideas. All right. Then you start to wonder. I wonder if the banks in Canada are on are partners of the World Economic Forum. Well, wouldn't you freaking know? <laughs> wouldn't you freaking? Wouldn't you know? They're all. They're all uh, the three of the top five banks. I can't confirm the other two. It's, it's too. It's so hard to dig to find the parent companies. But I have confirmed that three of the top five banks in Canada, including the largest bank in Canada, are all partners with the World Economic Forum. They are all Crazy. connected. We give money to globalist companies, and those companies are pumping it into the exact ideas that we do not like. Klaus Schwab is is trying to make a technocracy. He's written a book. He wrote a book called COVID-19 and the Great Reset. The Great Reset is what all the politicians say. Build Back Better, that comes right out of COVID, the, the book that Klaus Schwab wrote as a way to rebuild the, the world, global world in our image. That's the whole idea that they're trying to pull there. I work in healthcare. It just sounds like something you would pass if you're trying to clean something. Oh, can you just hand me that Klaus Schwab real quick? I just got to clean this real quick. <laughs> His previous book. It's the last thing I'll say. I'm gonna, the last thing I'm going to say, and I'll let you do, let you run around. You go with it. The previous book you wrote. His main idea, the whole idea of the World Economic Forum, is what's called the Fourth Industrial Revolution. This will make perfect sense to all of us because we know it. We are we are so linked to technology, right? Everything we do and we have is linked on technology. That's why you can use your phone to pay for things when you go to Wawa. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, you a, know what Wawa is? He, I know he does, but I just yeah, realized it's not a national chain. Yeah. That's not a national chain. But it's okay. They'll figure you, it out. When you go to a store, you can pay with your, your phone because it's linked, right, to everything about you. It's got your mm-hmm. fingerprints. It's got your facial recognition. It's got your credit card, your bank account. It's everything, right? The Fourth Industrial Revolution that Klaus Schwab wrote his first, one of his most recent book before COVID-19 about, right, was that the world will be controlled the material world will be controlled and connected to the technological world without difference. 
So he believes that we can do this across the world and even in, in what they were third world countries, right? Unindustrialized countries, we can get them all up to speed and connect everyone globally through technology. But at that point, with a flick of a switch, your life is over. You'll have no money. You'll have no credit. You'll have no social clout or capital. You'll be gone. Mm. That's the goal here. Complete control through a technocracy. All right, I'm done. Sorry. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm so done. I'm sorry. I, it made me so angry. Know, um, They're doing it. <laughs> I, I saw um, Elon Musk talking to Joe Rogan a few months, or maybe, maybe it was close to a year ago, about Neuralink and how we're working towards getting technology out of being outer body to inner body and uh, you know, making the move and just connecting it and becoming these so-called cyborgs i mean you know which sounds science fiction he's pretty he's pretty terrified of of the reality of ai interfering with that so i mean i i feel like he's going to build some pretty some pretty tight security guard securities around that but yeah no that's Mm -hmm. it's phenomenal when you think about the fact that there's so many people that suffer um medically from issues of synapses not connecting and the brain not working right and what what the potential is for that but when you Mm -hmm. listen to him go like expand on what it could be right the idea that you could access all this information right inside your brain <laughs> through a, a wire that is easily implanted. No, no. See, this is how – no. See, it's medical scientific concessions like this that got us putting, you know, a, a, aborted fetus baby scalps on the back of rats, okay? That's, it, was, it was an ear. It was an ear? Yeah. I thought it was it, a it scalp. It doesn't, doesn't make it any better. It might have been yeah. a scalp and an ear. And it to grow small. hair and stuff. <sighs> this is what lets Fauci do that. Like, like these, these scientific progresses, see, here's, and here's the problem, Ryan. We're, we're going off on a whole different thing. Without Ryan bi- has regrets right now. Ryan does have big regrets. <laughs> and I hope that Ryan, being the master MC, will bring this back. But, but here's the problem, is that scientific process, without moral restraint, is so dangerous. The, theocracy, the, the theocrats don't care. The theocracy doesn't care about the technocracy doesn't care. The technocracy. I just wanted to use, the, sorry, I just the, wanted to use the, that word again. The technocracy does not care about morals. It's not concerned. What is correct is what they say is correct. Two plus two equals whatever the party says. That's the answer. Hmm. Can I like? Uh, can I pop it back into first gear and explain one more terrible piece of this convoy to Ryan real quick? Do you mind? Bro, so you got to you got to you got to jump in cuz I'm like uh, yeah, I know. I've ruined everything. We 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 still have to record an episode on the World Economic Forum. You can't tell Ryan everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to the point it's where I late. just want people to know and and stinking find out what global company you're buying from cuz you're buying from one of them and you're giving them money and they will enslave you. You can buy local. Stinking you can buy a, out. You can buy American. You can do it. You you can you can. I don't give a crap. Buy, buy Danish. Buy, buy Japanese. That's fine. But stop buying Chinese and stop buying from these globalist companies that are are only seeking to take your finances so they can control you later. Just, just look. Take the second and look. I'm sorry. Good. You're saying this is going to get taken off of YouTube the second he hits end. <laughs> um, it's it's been off for probably about an hour. Now. <laughs> We're just recording at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> here's here's another real nefarious thing about the about this convoy right now. So. Um, the Emergencies Act, right, um, was enacted on a Monday. Uh, Parliament, so Trudeau can enact this, but Parliament has seven days to vote on it. Um, they were going to vote on it yesterday, 
but because of the unsafe conditions that they created with the police state presence, the barbecues and the hockey games, and because of those unsafe conditions, um, they delayed it. So now we have mm. we now we have a deadline approaching. We have we have a constitutional crisis, right? We, we have a deadline approaching that they have to do something with, right? And um, you have a parliament that's that's wussing out and and not getting their job done um and so now like, now what like we can relate to this we we can relate to this and so and so yeah on many levels um and so we have we have monday approaching and we have no vote we have no discussion as to whether or not we're going to continue this emergencies act uh, i am 100 percent confident that that is not going to end that the seven days are going to come up and you would think that oh if we haven't passed something to Okay, this it'll just automatically end. My gut says that um, that this is going to be more of a. Uh, it's going to turn into now. They're going to start the seven days over of of debating, and now so now you've had an emergencies power act that could have been ended in five to seven days, now being ended in fourteen days. They've gotten an extra seven days of totalitarian power out of it. Yeah, at least at, at least. It- it seems kind of a circle, if I'm understanding correctly, that they invoked this Emergencies Act because of the convoy, and then they delayed voting on the act because, because of, the, of convoy. the convoy. Yep. yep. <laughs> You're totally getting it now. Now he gets He followed that whole thing through the World Economic <laughs> and PNC Bank and, and Fink and what, what and Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo Ma. <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma, man. That, that threw me for a loop right there. <laughs> Um, it does. It does make you start asking questions, though. <laughs> anyway, yeah. good. Aunt Aunt Karen seems a lot less crazy now. <sighs> Sorry. How is he going to use that cello to to control us, dude? What, dude? Who listens to cello music? Rich yeah. global corporate elitists. <laughs> Are you kidding <laughs> me? They, they listen to the cello as they sell humans back and forth. That's you what they be- do. Yeah, this is That's literally is. this is literally like Taken, right? This is what they're yeah, doing. It is. With it's people. Taken. That's what they do with humans. That's what it is. It's a real movie. Where's Liam Neeson when you need him? I have a particular. He's probably <laughs> part of the World Economic Forum. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. Jeffrey Epstein. Like let's start talking about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I think Dr. Fauci's about I to make get an back to my, no, my no, reversal, no, no, no. my my reversing gear switch, and this is where I'm going to leave it after this. I've I heard somebody pose the question today. What if this was Black Lives Matter doing the same exact thing as the Freedom Convoy? Would you be against the protest at that point if it was the Black Lives Matter organization doing the same thing? Peacefully protesting? Yeah, in the same way the Freedom Convoy is. Well, I had P- I had Black Lives Matter march right down the street, the main thoroughfare that my house is connected to. I, I watched them from my yard. I didn't run out and try to block them from marching down the street. But then again, they also weren't, you know, trying to burn anything. So I'm all about, you know, people having a march for whatever they think. I I think trying to destroy the nuclear family destroys any culture. It doesn't matter who wants it done or when it, they want it done. So I would say that about their agenda. Uh, but but if people want to have a protest that's peaceful about any particular cause, go for it. Knock yourselves out. Um, if you're not going to be violent, if you're going to have, if you're going to feed the homeless, I say go for it. You're going to clean small business bathrooms. That's great. That's awesome. 
you know, protest protest for you know Black Lives Matter or lower taxes, but but you get that doesn't mean all protests are created equal, right? Yes. I don't think that means Correct. the substance. The form is the same, but the substance is different, right? I, I also think that certain ideologies are more bent toward violence and chaos than others, and, and but that that doesn't mean that they don't get to peacefully protest. I'm just saying, right? That, there's an overt Christian press. There's a huge Christian presence at yeah. the, the the trucker convoy rally, and that does change the flavor of it, right? I I literally watched a live stream where they were playing, <laughs> ironically, ironically, they were playing Rage Against the Machine, right? Um, if anyone knows Rage Against the Machine, they have a song. I don't know why the why is the sky blue. I think I think there's I think <laughs> Renegades is the song, um, but the chorus is um, F U. I won't do what you tell me. That's the chorus. They're playing this oh, over the yeah, loudspeakers, yeah. right? And then it's getting tense, right? Literally, the song switches off, and on comes the national anthem. Because the song and the tension weren't meshing. And the people mm. that are literally running the, the HQ were like, we, we can't have this kind of aggressive music playing as the tension's ratcheting up. <laughs> and I, watch it, I watched it happen in real time on a live stream. Not watched it. I, I listened to it. I couldn't actually watch it. I had to like, do my job and stuff. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> like that's, that's what we're talking about. There's a different, that's a different understanding of what you're trying to accomplish. You're not trying mm-hmm. to overthrow. You're trying to walk through the process of of appealing to your government. And one of the things I wanted to read from something that we've all forgotten is just a little section. You, you know what, Ryan? You tell me if you know where this is from. Are you ready? Okay. You might know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security, Where's that from? Do you know? Is that a from tough the one. Declaration? Oh, it's from the Declaration of Independence. And I'm watching it. These people are... This is And this is where me and Jesse are right <laughs> This now. guy watched National Treasure. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> Any Nicolas Cage movie that comes out, it's on the screen. I'm saying. I'm saying. Yeah. Like when he, when he does the reboot of Left Behind, I'm totally going to be in that one. I'm pirating that from a video camera. I'm putting that on, on. as soon as it gets out. Who's <laughs> Nick- Nicholas Cage, Kirk Cameron, summer 2024. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think we have what the oh, question. Johnny, you got left behind too. <laughs> <laughs> Is that for the second one? <laughs> left, left, left behind, behind too. Yes. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> what what the question we're struggling with? We're literally trying to answer in our minds, and need we know what we need? We need a biblical hermeneutic for it. But but it's all really we've already been given a biblical hermeneutic for it, and that was that occurred back in in the mid mid seventeen sixties to seventeen seventy five. It occurred in that span, that ten year span. We have a biblical hermeneutic for what it looks like when you live under a structure that is being abused by the government that that are, that is supposed to be subservient to that structure. We need a, a Christian right 
reformed type of a response to what is happening. Because these people were there peacefully protesting with a clearly articulated redress of grievances that has been thoroughly built over the past two years. We're not talking about something that started two weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the formal protest has been going on, but these, uh, these abuses have been being communicated as being addressed and needing to be fixed for two years now. And, and yet they are, being, they are being tear gassed, pepper sprayed, beaten thrown down, handcuffed, arrested, trampled. That's what's happening to these people. So at some point, we have to have a, a clear understanding for when we actually move. We actually need to know when when is revolting against unrighteousness the proper response. But that's just, mm. that's just for the next time, I guess, we do a, a, a live stream. <laughs> but what I just read to you... Bible Carpe Finger Day. <laughs> I just think... <laughs> I think what what we read here was the words of very wise men who were appealing to the to the the god of natural law like the nature and nature's law right and the god of nature's law that there was a god that created the world to work this way and how it works was not them it was god that created it and they were very smart in how they worded what they said they literally said look humans can sit under a lot of abuse And they can hold it up if it's bearable. But a time comes when the abuse is no longer bearable. Mm. And and it must be done in an orderly way, but there must be a new formation of the government. There must be a new way to do that because the abuses have gone too far. Mm. So anyway, I'm just... So that's where (laughs) Canada is at. I'm just wondering, man, because here's the reality. I, I, I think I commented on our... Instagram that I would tell you the the one cure the one cure to the world economic forum to global elitists to this to this technocracy right is the one thing they can't control and that is that there are individual people with individual responsibility right that can that can glorify God that can think freely that can use critical rational thought and the fact mm-hmm. that there are individuals that can do that will always be the wild card against against this overarching globalist community. We need to, that's that's Absolutely. why community matters. That's why going to church matters because you're in a community. That's why then that letting that community be missional and spread out from the church to carry the word and truth and have conversations with neighbors and coworkers and people at Wawa or Shoprite or Aldi or Trader Joe's. Right. That's why that's why the church exists to carry that truth out from where it goes and and by forming and also not have families have kids teach them to think critically teach them to engage with objective truth so that they can crush subjective wishy-washy horrible false arguments right Mm -hmm. because because these this is how we fight back this is how they they can't win when literally e pluribus unum out of many one when we are united as all individuals with free thought they can't beat that that's what happened in Ottawa. That's what happened. It's what happened. It's happening across cities in Canada right now. Yeah. So, if you had um, you need a signal to any, up. <laughs> it doesn't work. There is no signal. The signal doesn't exist. Sorry. If you had anything to say to the truckers and really anybody still uh, still hanging out there and 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 hanging in, even though uh, the police have trampled them and abused them. What do you guys have to say to them? 
Hmm. I mean, if if I if I only had the opportunity to say one thing, it would be that the basis of human freedom and all liberty is found in Jesus Christ. That we will always be slaves. There is not a single portion of human life that is not um, conducive uh, to slavery. Um, but the question is, are we going to be slaves to ourselves, to our sin, and to tyranny? Or are we going to be slaves to Christ and find freedom from tyranny and freedom from sin and freedom from death? And and so while I, I would also encourage and applaud the brave people that have stood there, um, as a father, as a husband, as someone who works for a living, I, I often try to put myself in those shoes. Would I, would I be there? Would I be on the streets knowing that I would be arrested? Would I be in the streets knowing that I would face a charge that would not allow me to to travel or to to enjoy a free society um, with real no end in sight to the tyranny. Um, th- those are really heavy, weighty things, and I'm thankful that all of those people are there um, because, frankly, when I heard that the trucker convoy was was getting started, I really did not think that they that, that it was going to manifest because of the apathy surrounding all of our pastor friends who have been jailed and fined. Nobody cared, um, and so. I applaud them for their courage, but I want them to know why courage matters and why freedom matters, and that is that is because that we are slaves, and the only way that we can find any any sort of freedom in this life uh, is through Christ Jesus, and that any any regime or governmental change without ruling in righteousness and morality and Christianity essentially uh, will ultimately lead to tyranny. So don't push the line farther back. Um, embrace true freedom uh, in Christ. That, that's probably the less eloquent version of what I would say if I got a chance to write something down and deliver a speech. Mine would be simple. <laughs> Mine would be more, more... You could hear it in, all the, in, in, in any live stream, Ryan, when you, would, when you would go to see what was happening yesterday. Yeah, you'd hear F-bombs everywhere, and you'd hear... It's a trucker convoy, for crying out loud, okay? If you tuned in thinking it was going to be all, like, unicorn, unicorn farts and kitten whispers, you were wrong. Right. But simultaneously, you would hear someone, one of them saying, you know, this is wrong. You know that 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 we have rights from God, that God has given us these rights. That is the that is the key. You are you were not. You have to understand truckers. You have to understand liberty lovers, wherever you are, that if you're going to stand on rights that come from man, you're going to fall. But if you stand on what God has given that foundation doesn't shake. It doesn't move. It doesn't rock. There's no question on if it will be there tomorrow or 10 years from now or 3,000 years from now. It will always be there. So stand on the truth of God. That's where freedom comes from. True freedom is found in Christ. It crushes sin. It crushes death. It gives you access to fully understand what it means to be able to protect your home and your family, what it, act, what, it, what it means to be able to worship where you want, what it means to be able to work a job. It puts those things into perspective, but that is where true freedom comes from. Hmm. Awesome. I love that you brought it around to the gospel, man. What did you expect? What did you expect, Ryan? And that's where, we should, <laughs> that's where we need to hammer to ring a bell. Ding, ding. ding, ding. That's what we do here. <laughs> that's it, man. So there's a bell involved too. No, 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 no. Oh, no. okay, but there will be because it was Bible I dingers. See. Don't date, hey, man. Oh, oh, it's my oh. carpe fide. It didn't make Not a noise that I thought it was going to make. Carpe fide, come and take it. Pulpit come and take mug. a pulpit mug. Yeah, that's a good transition. 
You guys obviously have some sweet merch. Where can any of the viewers go to purchase some of this merch? Well, before you tell them the general thing, you tell them the general thing, and then I'll stand up and model this shirt so you can tell them specifically the what we're giving to help the. Okay, we'll do the spiel. Yeah, we'll do the spiel, and you'll and you'll be the model. Yeah. Okay, we know how that went on on Gas. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> got a funny story Dude, about that. We ran a Gab ad, right? <laughs> Look, I'm on. I'll be forty, like. Real soon, okay? I've got a cool haircut okay. and whatnot. I, uh, we yeah. model the merch. We're just two dads <laughs> trying to make shirts to give money away to people that are doing great work. And he's the thinner yeah. one, so he, he's the one in all the pictures. I got this shirt on. We do a gab ad. Somebody screenshots the gab ad like, yo, what's up with that hair, bro? It ain't even shark we eat yet. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. Whoa. I'm like, I, all right, I... I Jesse did a great oh job. Re- Jesse did a great job replying from our Carbe Fide Gab account. <laughs> but I just jumped in like, "Yo, I, I, I did get a haircut. I, I'm a dad. Look, here's the thing. Yeah. You could you you know, looking at me, <laughs> you'll look better in that shirt than I do. So what's the problem? Go get a shirt. <laughs> that's what I said. But I was like, that's, that's not that's harsh harsh love off. It's not love, harsh hate. But hey, they say there's no such thing as bad publicity. So. Some person said, "Some person said I can't even look at that ridiculous effing moron." <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I did not acknowledge that guy. That guy's. That guy's obviously a brave and beautiful keyboard warrior. Because I said, "Wow, obviously." I said, <laughs> "Jesse did a good job." His response is, "I said there's a huge benefit to the hair. It catches things so they don't go over the head, which is apparently a problem here that the OP has. <laughs> God bless." <laughs> it was Star- great. Asterisk Yay. hair not hair not included with shirt purchases. <laughs> and literally, the OP posted back literally like laughy emoji. I have no comeback for that. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh, "You totally won." All right, but anyway, uh, anyway. <laughs> So uh, that is genius. So we don't we don't run businesses. We we serve in ministries. Uh, I, I think that that's I think that that's a fine characteristic of of how we strive to do things uh, in our lives. Um, and so we we do have a merch uh, store, uh, but it's not just a merch store. Uh, we give uh, uh, so much of what comes in uh, away, and what we really want to do uh, is get move. We want to move money to the front lines where people are fighting the hardest battles. Uh, in at least at least over here and, and at least so far. So uh, our first shirt donated to the Coats. Uh, we had a shirt donated to Tim Stevens, who was also imprisoned in Canada, um, to uh, to Trinity Bible Chapel, who who had fines and their building seized. Um, and right now we're doing a, a drive uh, for um, the Liberty Coalition Canada, which is a, a essentially a Christian news organization. Um, I'm, I'll just characterize them as that. Uh, they're a Christian news organization. Uh, Literally started uh, specifically. It's it's Christian pastors. They only started because of uh, the mandates. Uh, mm. They came about to give Christians a biblical and cultural response to what was happening to churches, schools, children, businesses, um, and they did it. They they do a phenomenal job. So if you go to their website, they're they're killer. They are they're 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 awesome. Uh, they're and they're they're good men. Um, shout out to Michael Tyson. Michael Tyson. Michael Tyson. Tip Tyson. Stealing shirts. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, so, um, yeah. So th- this hold the line uh, series that we have, we have a, a shirt and we have a hoodie. Justin is going to stand up and model it for us. Um, hold the line. Um, it's got Daniel three eighteen written uh, in the helmet, uh, which is when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, did not bow the knee uh, to Nebuchadnezzar's uh, idol. Um, and and we're donating twenty uh, percent of sales for this 
to the Liberty Coalition Canada um, so that they can stay on the ground uh, in Ottawa, uh, in Windsor, um, in all of these places around Canada to keep fighting um, the, the mainstream media's narratives. Uh, listen, Justin Trudeau got up in Parliament. He called the he called the truckers racists, misogynists, homophobes. He called them violent, uh, and and the the Canadian broadcasting uh, companies were were broadcasting that live and agreeing with them and calling these people. Um, you know, dangerous people, kind of like what our media does uh, to to any sort of conservative cause. Um, and what Rub- what Liberty Coalition Canada and other news organizations have been doing there uh, is just live streaming, literally twenty four seven. Ryan, just to say, look, they're saying this, and it's not true. It's not true. I'm here. They're not here. They're somewhere hiding. They're not here. They don't know what's going on. Um, mm. And so, yeah. So we're, we're donating to them uh, for this, and we donate so much to so many places. But uh, you can go to carpefide.com slash shop. Um, we just opened a Canadian store as well. Um, because customs is ridiculous, and we didn't want people paying extra. Like the, <laughs> We're a horrible business. We don't care about money. And we wanted people wearing the shirts and having conversations and giving to organizations. So beautiful family that we've been talking to for the past year now was like, Okay, we'll print them. <laughs> so they've literally, <laughs> nice. they bit off so much more than they could chew. In the first six days, they had over they had a hundred orders, and when when we say a hundred orders, we mean a hundred individual orders. Inside of those orders were multiples, multiples of multiples. everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So they they really got uh, hammered, and and they're still they're still trucking. They're still like, all right, <laughs> what's next? Uh, yeah, convoy. Um, so, so that that cuts out that that means you can go to either when you click on carbofide.com slash shop, you can go into either the U.S. store or the Canada store. The Canada store will save you from paying customs. You can just get it shipped right to your your house in Canada. So awesome. We're a horrible business, awesome. but so far God <laughs> God uses whatever He wants to to be able to give where He wants. Uh, so yeah. we're excited to do that. Liberty Coalition is awesome. Seriously, even if you're unable to buy a shirt, although this this design is both on this hoodie and also on a T-shirt, Ryan can attest the T-shirts are quite comfortable. Uh, we do they them. Are. We do them well, and they make you look way better than you are in real life. So. Yes, big yes. time, big yes. time. As, I am super ugly. As Amy, as Amy Brown said, uh, you have great taste in shirts and horrible taste in hats. So, <laughs> well, just so you know, Amy, Uh-oh. this is my only hat. And I have very bad hair today. Wait, that's your only hat? Like legit? I well, I have two hats. I have this hat, and I have a Bible Dingers hat, and that's it. You don't wear a lot of hats though, because you like your hair. That's what I do. Have hair? Yes, I do. So you you don't need to wear. Not all of us have hair. Some people need need hats more often than others. So my hair has been through a lot today, and so I had to. (laughs) It's very windy here in New Jersey today it's it is did did you guys get some of that crazy little squalls, snow squalls. Crazy? my wife drove oh, through man. one and she came home like yo you will not believe what just happened to me <laughs> I was like, what? Was wild She's like, it was like snow everywhere for like two seconds i had no idea what was going on <laughs> it was intense my house was shaking it was wild and oh, my wife man. wasn't home either you're looking out the window to see if God's leading you anywhere. Like, God, is this you in the cloud of fire? <laughs> I didn't notice what was going on. I was just being, I was too busy, depressed, answering different Canadians on things as, as their <laughs> city is burning. And my kids are like, can we play video games? And I'm like, just go play video just games. Just go play it's video games. <laughs> the Canadians are all dying. It's horrible. Let's go play video games. 
<laughs> such a saint, dude. You know that? Oh, I was a bad. I was. Day, a, I, I hope that I'll be like you. I was not a good dad today. Let's just say that. My yeah. kids are like, well, the kids were quite, three, quite three hours later of Zelda. They're like, why are you guys all glassy? Zelda. They so Your we have a Zelda. We have a Switch. They love. Call of the Wild. They they Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Whatever. I don't know. I don't play video games. I think Call of the Wild is a series with <laughs> that, that's uh, a, that's that British. That's uh, a book. It's a it's a major work of fiction. It's a movie. Call of the Wild. He goes uh, to Alaska or something. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild. There, <laughs> uh, my kids are the best. It's a it's so the reason I let them play. It's a social thing. They don't just like sit there and bug out for hours. They're like. Mm talk about it they're like oh where should we go next how should we do this and all they're three like, of them from my six year old to my 12 year old <laughs> anyway anyway sorry <laughs> this has been this is so awesome i'm so thankful for you to having us on on ryan um we're we're using that you've been gracious to let us use this audio on our podcast which so i want to take a second right now and make sure you let everybody know although i feel like people that listen to us should know but where where do they where can they interact with bible dingers Yes, yeah, so uh, we're on the socials from what I hear. Uh, Nick does the socials, and uh, so we're on there. Also, we have podcasts on every platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, for now. Uh, also, we are on YouTube. We've been growing uh, despite the algorithm, and uh, for whatever reason, people have enjoyed us. Bible Dingers. <laughs> Sorry anyway, about that with this put, episode. If you, <laughs> If you put Bible dingers into anything, I guarantee we're the only one who comes up. Dude, I was going to say. Uh, it's just like us. I was going to say, this is the first time ever where you could just, just search Bible dingers, just search Carpe Fide, and you won't find it, anybody man. else. There are no others. It. It's just us. <laughs> All right, fellas. It's been fun. I'm going to let you go. Rock on, Rye. Rock Peace. On <laughs>